Hey there, I'm Josh Ellis, the Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com, and welcome to the Savings Angel Show. I'm podcasting to you on this beautifully sunny, pre-spring day in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, in February. I'm an extremely busy consumer expert, money-saving advocate, syndicated newspaper columnist, and the guy that turns digital entrepreneurs into media celebrities at upmyinfluence.com. I love what I do and can't wait to get going on today's episode. So in order to help you save more, earn more, and live more abundantly, on today's show, I'll be covering how to save big on the most expensive purchase of your life. We're going to talk about what the Bible has to say. I've got a guest here, and uh, he's a good friend of mine, Bob Loddick from Seed Time, and I really wanted his perspective on how to master your money according to what the Bible has to say. And, and, And he is one of the friends that I respect most on that perspective. We're going to talk about how you can save on your wallet, the environment, animals, and you. And finally, we'll talk about an easy way to improve your credit score. So with that, let's get going. Now, your home is probably going to be the most expensive purchase of your life. So knowing the best time to buy and or sell a home is very important. Now, you've probably heard the term selling season when it comes to real estate. Now, conventional wisdom says the best time to sell a home is between late spring and early summer because that's when more families are ready to buy and move. But what if you're looking to buy? Well, I asked licensed realtor Walter Key of Long & Foster Real Estate, and he affirmed that you actually should brave the weather and shop in winter. Now, here are several reasons why shopping for a new home right now is how to save big on the most expensive purchase of your life. Number one, less competition. Now, there's nothing more nerve-wracking than finding yourself in the middle of a bidding war, wondering if you're going to have to pay too much for that dream house you found. Now, in the winter, this rarely ever happens. A lack of active buyers keeps competition to a minimum. Number two, better prices. It's basic supply and demand. Less demand means a better price for you. With fewer shoppers actively looking to buy, those that are selling will be ready to make a deal. Number three, less time negotiating. Because your offer may be the only one they receive for months, sellers will be more reluctant to haggle with you and more willing to make the deal happen in your favor. Number four, quicker closings, and more personal attention. The mortgage industry moves in tandem with the real estate market, so it only stands to reason that with less homes being purchased, the mortgage processor can move more efficiently, which leads to a quicker close, a smoother process, and more personalized attention. Number five, faster moving help and possibly better rates. If you're not the type to lug furniture and boxes from one house to the next, you may be in luck. Booking a quality moving company should be far easier in the off season. You may even find some great deals by shopping around a little and finding companies offering discounts to drum up some much needed business. Now, regardless of when you buy, There are a few more things to keep in mind as you look to buy a new home. Number one, don't wait for the perfect home. Instead, make a list of must-have items and a list of 
would like to have items. While you should never settle for less than what you need, you may find an amazing opportunity waiting for you if you're willing to see the value in a house that may not have all the things you want right now. Now, of course, you can always add on You can always remodel and you can always upgrade into that want to have list a little later if you can find the home that has the right floor plan, location, and amenities and at the right price. Number two, never waive the home inspection. Now, if you are wise and plan to get a great deal, the home inspection is your secret weapon. Not only will it alert you to potential disasters lurking just under the surface, but it will also give you solid ground by which to continue to negotiate more cost savings or to walk away from a deal when you discover it may not be as perfect as you first thought. And finally, number three, know your limits. A bank pre-qualification may not take into account all the aspects of your personal spending plan and in some cases could inadvertently make you house poor. Banks typically can pre-approve people for a lot higher mortgage than they should actually spend on a home. Do you frequently eat out each month? Are you a fashion enthusiast that tends to buy new clothes regularly? Now, your bank will not know these things, so you need to calculate this on your own. Realize that your typical spending patterns will affect the money you have each month to pay your mortgage. So be smart, have your own budget in place before you start shopping, and know what your lifestyle will truly allow you to afford. In doing so, your home will be a blessing to you and not an inadvertent curse. I want you to be blessed. And being blessed is a big part of living abundantly. Now, speaking of being blessed, that's a term that I think many believers use in terms of wanting to feel abundant. And so on this perspective, I wanted to invite my good friend, Bob Loddick from Seed Time, who follows this issue very specifically and has a very popular YouTube channel and blog where he talks very specifically about biblical principles pertaining to money. And so whether you're a believer or not, I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Bob from Seed Time as we take a look at, well, what does the Bible have to say about personal finances? All right. So Bob, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on the Savings Angel Show. Josh, thank you so much for having me, brother. So tell me about Seed Time and kind of what is your your mission and your purpose? So yeah, over at Seed Time, we um, it's a website I began about 11 years ago now, and we've kind of added a few different components like video and podcasts and stuff like that, but we're faith-based, so we're trying to help the Christian community manage their money better, whatever that looks like, but with the end kind of purpose and goal of being able to give more generously, you know, because after all, it's like hard to give money if you don't have any money. So, so being able to pay off debt and just start saving is just kind of the first step of that process. And I really appreciate that, Bob. And you and I have been friends for a number of years. And I remember previous to Seed Time, which I love the name Seed Time, and, and I'll have you explain that here in just a second. But um, you were known as uh, ChristianPF.com was, was your yep. previous um, website brand. Yep. And can you tell me a little bit about why Seed Time? What's the significance of that? For anybody listening, it's S-E-E-D-T-I-M-E, like a seed that you plant in the ground. In the book of Genesis, Genesis 8.22, in the Bible, it says that um, there will always be seed time and harvest. And and essentially, it's just kind of this 
biblical principle in this way that God works, where almost everything that God does, you just see that it always starts with the seed. You know, so sometimes that's a thought that leads to something really cool that we might do later on. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a thought to become an architect when you're in high school and then you kind of work towards that and blah, blah, blah. Or, or maybe it's it's uh, paying off debt and it starts with that idea of just uh, believing that you can do it and taking those first steps. Anyway, the general idea is just that everything starts really, really small and then it's okay that it starts small. And, you know, if you keep working at it, watering it, if you will, you'll get somewhere much bigger than you could have imagined just by looking at that seed. You know, you mentioned something, Bob, just a moment ago about how important it is to give. And with a savings angel, that that's that's our mission, is that yeah, we believe yeah. that it becomes very difficult to give when you feel as though you're living in scarcity. and. Yeah. If you feel like you can't even meet your obligations, it it gets really tough to say, well, I'm going to start giving from what I don't have. I can't even meet my own obligations. So, you know, our approach to this historically with Savings Angel has been, well, let's, let's find some easy wins for you. So for a good 10 years with Savings Angel, we were a membership-based website where we would help consumers cut their grocery bill in half, and then we would teach them, hey, here's how you can get diapers for 75% off and Cheerios for, you know, 50 cents a box. And, yeah. you know, we'd encourage our members to buy more than they need and allow manufacturers and retailers to subsidize the giving that you're doing. And unfortunately, yeah. we had to shut that side of it down. Now we just operate in, in kind of serving with our message. Yeah. Um, but can you talk a little bit more about you know, how to overcome maybe those feelings of scarcity and, and how to put yourself in a stronger position to give. And why should people give? Not just Christians, but why should everybody give? I've just found that giving brings, it just brings so much joy to life. You know what I mean? And if, and if you take the money aspect out of it, if you think about you know, certain moments in your life. And I feel like most people can probably do this and think about the moments that they're happiest. A lot of times it's when they're serving. It's a lot of times when they're giving time. It's a lot of times when they are giving something of themselves to help someone else. You know, I mean, and you, Josh, personally, I know you really well. And every single time I talk to you, you're talking about how I can give something and bless someone else. And, you know, whatever you're doing, it's just those words are rolling off your tongue. And, and I just think there's a lot of power and joy present in that. And so I I just want to encourage people to do it, to step out into it more because it's really fun. You know, and it it doesn't (laughs) have to be something big. Like just a few months ago, my wife and I stayed at a hotel and we were leaving a tip for the the house cleaner or, or, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the correct term is. I think it's uh, room, uh, whatever. Sure. Uh, who was cleaning our room and I was going through my wallet and I didn't, I would normally leave a few bucks or something. I, you know, and I, all I had was a 20. I'm like, I'm just going to give her a 20. This is going to make her really happy. Yeah. Or, or that was my assumption. And, uh, <laughs> and so we left that and she went to the room, like as we were kind of walking out and she chased us down the hallway to the elevator and just telling us how much she appreciated it. And I just walked like walked out grinning ear to ear and was just smiling the rest of the day because it was only $20. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. It's like I could have gone to get a really cheap meal at a restaurant or something and, and it would have cost that. So it was just a lot of joy that came from a really simple act. And, uh, and I just feel like it's kind of contagious. 
So that was, that's a lot of the main reasons I think we should be active in this thing of giving. Why does giving feel good? Like psychologically, what's going on, do you imagine? Well, I mean, as a Christian, I believe that it's it's just God's design. Like God is the first giver. God is the one who gave us all life. And, and so I, I think that that's the source of it. If you believe that we're all made in his image, then to me, it just makes sense that that's why we would enjoy giving. You know, my grandma was probably my first spiritual mentor. And one thing that she would always say is that you can't outgive God. I love and, that. Uh, what, what, what are your feelings on that? I couldn't agree more. What a, what a, what a softball question for you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have written about this. I've literally used the, that phrase multiple times on my website. Um, this year, multiple times we've written about that because my wife and I have continued to stretch our giving and see how far we can go. So we reached the 10% milestone a few years ago, and we've just continued to kind of increase our giving beyond that higher and higher. And as we've done that, like we've just seen like blessings after blessings. There's a, uh, a mentor of mine who I haven't gotten to know, unfortunately, while he was alive on the earth, an old industrialist entrepreneur. Uh, I think his name was R.G. Latornio. Mm-hmm. And he was a Christian businessman, and he, he gave 90% of his income um, away and kind of did this reverse tithing thing, which is just really cool to me, and I would love to be able to do that. But he had this statement where he said, um, you know, I shovel money out and God shovels it back, but his shovel is bigger. I just love that idea of just getting into a situation where you're just giving as much as you can. And then God's giving you more. You know, the Bible says that um, he provides seed for the sower, you know, and and so that kind of idea that we give, he gives us more so that we can give more. Anyway, that's what I'm shooting for with my life. And that's kind of what we're the journey that we're trying to take our audience on. Can you share with me your understanding of stewardship and, and what that means for you? It's just making the most and the best of what I've been entrusted with. And so as a Christian, I believe that all of the money in my bank account, all the money in my checkbook or, or whatever, like it's not, it isn't really mine. Yes. <laughs> I'm just a manager for God of what he's entrusted me to manage. And when you view it that way, honestly, like kind of coming back to the giving thing, that actually makes it a lot easier to give as well, because it's pretty easy to give someone else's money, you know? So anybody who's had their boss say, hey, go out and buy gifts for everybody. It's like, it's really easy to spend money when it's not your own, you know? And, And kind of making that mental shift of realizing that I'm a manager, you know, everything I have has been given to me. I'm gonna leave this world with nothing. Thinking through that lens has helped me a lot. And so- very practically then. So let's, let's get into what seed time actually Mm -hmm. does. So there's, you know, there's kind of the philosophical, which we've been talking about kind of the biblical principles that you've shared. Obviously having access to tools is going to be pretty helpful for believers or not to be able to be a more productive giver in their life and to feel like that they're better kind of stewarding what the the resources that they're, that they're responsible for. Yep. And, and what are some of those tools that you equip people with? To me, our approach is a twofold one. Like we do talk about the biblical principles, but we spend a whole lot of time talking about the practical side as well. And I'm kind of a junkie when it comes to this stuff about saving money and like finding particularly painless ways to save money and yep. kind of creative ways to do it. I've never been a big fan of the, you know, reusing Ziploc bags to save a few cents or whatever, just the like really, really super frugal stuff. And and there's a time and a place for that in certain situations. But uh, in my case, I much prefer like the really big wins. Mm -hmm. And especially if I can find some big wins that don't require a major lifestyle change. 
And so that's what I've been looking for for 10 years. And that's what we're, we really try to focus on. And so we talk a lot about that type of stuff on the website as well. And a lot of that practical how to of basically reducing your expenses. So you have more to give and, um, and more to manage. What, what would be like one or two of your favorite things that you generally recommend reveal to people yeah. and they say, oh my gosh, Bob, you're absolutely right. I did this and now I have an extra $50 in my budget, $100 in my budget, which yeah. by the way, if somebody just blows off a $50 savings, uh, I, I don't think you ought to do that because that's, you know, yeah. it, that can really make a big difference if you are dedicated to then, you know, taking that $50 and paying off some credit card debt or, you know, saving it for the future. Or, you know, what we talked about earlier, you know, what is the power of being able to just, you know, have an extra $50 in just gifts that you can give, yeah. like the $20 tip that you left the housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you, you could do that two and a half times every single month, you know, that is really investing in your spiritual and emotional well-being yeah. by having that extra budget to do that, as opposed to maybe it's like extra profit to your utility company or a retailer or, yeah. you know, the man, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, look, it's, you know, I would rather be very proactive with where my money goes. Um, but I'm sorry, I, please, you yeah. know, some of the, some of the things that, that you love sharing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and you're, you're hitting the nail right on the head because one of the things that really got me kind of thinking about this, and this is probably 10 years ago or so I was paying all this interest to these credit card companies. And I just realized like all this money I'm giving to them that I don't, I don't want to give them money and I don't need to be giving them money. Like if I, if I get rid of this credit card debt, I don't have to pay them three, $400 a month in interest charges. And it dawned on me, it's like this three or $400 could be money that I could be giving to someone else who could actually help and benefit their life and have a big impact. But it's just, be, the only thing I need to do is just get out of debt and just pay it off. And that was just like really big motivation for me to pay off debt. So anyway, so yeah, like I just got an email yesterday. They were saying that they just, based on a recommendation I gave, they just started listing their home on Airbnb when they travel. Like we have a friend who travels a decent amount and every time they travel, they list their home on Airbnb as a host. And, mm. you know, and this is not uncommon, but what's fascinating to me is that our friends actually make money sometimes when they travel because wow. they're earning more from their house that's listed on there than where they're paying to stay. You know, and I'd never really thought about that in those terms, but, you know, what does it look like? And, you know, an Airbnb has all these guarantees so that, if, you know, somebody messes up your house, they're going to cover you. And, and all this different stuff. But there's so many different ways like that these days and so many different opportunities. Like there's another service called Turo, T-U-R-O, where basically you can rent out your car, just like a car rental agency. Oh my gosh. And, and so like I use it every time I travel now, like I use Turo instead of going to Enterprise or Hertz to get a car because it's normally easier and it's considerably cheaper and you have more car options. And so like, that's what I use when I travel to save money. But then on the flip side, like if you have a car that you're not using every single day, like you can rent it out by the day and make some extra cash doing it, you know? So it's just a fantastic time that we live in with tons of unique opportunities to kind of save money or make more money. Yeah. And uh, it's just exciting. 
you know, we just used another service. Like, it's kind of funny. It's like, we're you, it's like the, the, the Airbnb of anything. Now it's yeah. like, if you've got something and you're just, it's kind of gets this almost like the stewardship thing. It's like, look, you've got this stuff that's just sitting there. You've got yeah, an RV exactly. in your driveway or a car that's in your garage and you're not using it, put it to use, have it make money for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, keep it productive rather than just, you know, keeping it locked up in the vault as it were. But, yeah. you know, um, so we rented an R, you know, I, we looked at like, we, I, I really had this uh, brilliant idea of like wanting to rent an RV for vacation this summer. So we found a retired couple and they just had an RV sitting in their driveway. And, you know, the, the, the price at which they were able to rent it to us, as opposed to like a dealer, significantly yeah. different. And I knew yeah. that I did not want to buy an RV because <laughs> yeah. I, I did not want that kind of stewardship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was stewardship I was not interested in. <laughs> but yeah. it, it ended up being a, a much better, I'll say a much better transaction than some of the better options. And I was very happy then that we could help them pay yeah. off that RV. Win-win, that was kind right? of a win-win. Yeah. Airbnb uh, is such a huge thing. This isn't like a little fly-by-night thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's like anything else, like I'm sure there are issues from time to time, but I, yeah, anybody who's interested should just do a little digging, a little research and mm. uh, talk to somebody who's done it. That's probably yeah uh, a good place to start, but yeah. Yeah. Imagine just ask your friends on Facebook. All right. So who's done Airbnb? What's your experience been like? And, and kind of start from there. I'm sure there's some good Facebook groups on there as well. What about um, regular ongoing expenses? Are there, are there some things that are kind of in your wheelhouse that you like to recommend on a regular basis? Like in terms of reducing them? Yeah, like maybe it's utilities, consumables. Yeah, yeah there's a couple uh, services that I l- really love what they do. Um, so there's a website called Bill Cutters that I love pointing people to. Um, have you heard of it by chance? I have, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great service where you just call them up and they negotiate your bills for you and then you kind of split the savings and almost wow. everybody saves money. Like you just Holy call cow. them. They go and call your cable company, call your utility company, whoever, uh, all the different bill providers that you have. They negotiate the rates, almost always get them down. And then, you know, you don't pay them anything unless they save you some money. And if you do, That's amazing. you guys split the savings. You know, there's another one like Trim uh, that does a similar thing. And, you know, stuff like that. It's just like an easy win. It's like you don't have to do any work other than spending two minutes to sign up. And it's just... It's so simple. And like, I think I was talking to my wife about this the other day about how much money so many people just leave on the table because they're not willing to spend five minutes worth of work. You know, Mm -hmm. some things are just easy. Like I, I, I'm fascinated by how many people will buy something from a store, you know, maybe it's a clothing item, maybe it's an electronic device or something like that, that never actually comes out of the box or the tags are never removed. They decide Mm -hmm. not to use it, just sits in the closet. And it's like, take it back or at least to sell it on eBay, like turn it into some cash instead of just letting that money go to waste, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you on that. So I will, in the weeks ahead, I will reach out to bill cutters and trim and we'll, we'll get the lowdown on this and I'll, I'll make sure that our savings angel audience knows how to maximize that. So I'll, I'll reach out. They're both great options. Yeah. I've, I've seen them and I've looked at the concept. I haven't done it myself, but I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to reveal exactly dollars and cents. Thank you for the recommendation. And, um, I'll reveal exactly the dollars and cents uh, regarding what we were able to save. I'm sure there's some opportunity. We, have, you know, those sir, those month, those monthly services add up. 
Yeah. And I don't remember like, cause it was years ago when I did this with bill cutters, but I went through it myself. Um, and I don't remember the numbers. I probably have it on my website somewhere who wrote about it, but, but I know that I definitely saved more than I was expecting because on top of that, like I had done my own negotiations. Like I, mm-hmm. um, I had previously I like, do. done this, you know, and like, I thought I had the lowest bills I could possibly get because I had negotiated the best deals and whatever, yes. but they still were able to do better than me and save me additional money. So amazing. So if you haven't done any negotiating, like, I can all but guarantee if you're paying any sort of bills, like they're going to be able to do something for you. I call my cell phone company every four to six months and I'm asking them about my package. I'm like, man, you know, that's smart. That's really smart. T-Mobile is like really giving me these great offers. I mean, I like Verizon, (laughs) but you guys are expensive. What can you help me out with? (laughs) That's great. So Bob, for those who've been listening to our conversation, so what would be a great way to immediately gain value from seed time? We're making a big push on YouTube right now. So we're really growing our channel. Like basically we're just trying to create as much great free content out on YouTube um, that we can. So like, that's a big part, our YouTube channel, but we also have a podcast. Um, So if you're into podcasts, you know, it's seed time living. And so you can check us out over there, or you can just go over to our website and get signed up for our free five day email course. Um, and that will help you, uh, you know, save a little extra cash and just start kind of leading you into some of these biblical principles and how they apply. Explain the the five day email course. Sure. So yeah, it's a five day email course. I mean, basically just sign up and we're going to send you five different lessons, Mm. um, on how to manage your money better and how to start managing it biblically as well. I love it. Love it. Bob Loddick, you're a good friend of mine, uh, for many, many years and you're the founder of seed time and on the web at seedtime.com. And then, Correct. of course, from there, you can find uh, access to the YouTube channel and, yeah. and so much more. Listen, I, I really appreciate you uh, bring, bringing your experience and, and uh, some of your wisdom. And uh, I appreciate the work that you're doing. And uh, uh, I love that uh, you know, our missions are, are, are so aligned. Yeah. So yeah. thank you so much for the good work you're doing, Bob. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Josh. Thank you. Now, I want to tell you about a product that my wife and I are loving. It's called Drops with two Ps. Drops delivers powerful, eco-friendly cleaning products directly to your door. From laundry detergent pods to dishwasher detergent pods, they've got you covered. By selling direct to you, they avoid the middleman and offer their products for a fraction of the price offered by their competitors. It's true. I did the math. You can use less, you can save more, and that's kind of the convenience of Drops. Now, Drops products are packaged in the most sustainable way. They they have no plastic. It's in a compostable box, and it doubles as the shipping container. Uh, drops are never tested on animals. They believe in kindness, not in taking harmful shortcuts. Now, they do have an option where you can subscribe and save for an extra 20% off with automatic Drops wash plans. There's no membership fees, There's no gotchas. I'm the savings angel. I looked into this and I verified that you can skip, delay, or modify your order at any time. And the best part, there's free shipping on all orders. Now, Drops dishwasher detergent pods will dissolve food debris, fight stains, and make your dishes, glassware, and silverware sparkle like new. Again, I'm the savings angel. I checked into all this stuff. It really works. Our dishes are coming out of the dishwasher squeaky clean and without the water stains, other detergents sometimes leave behind, especially that cheap stuff. Don't waste your money. Now, I have boys who play sports 
And every parent knows how tough grass stains are to get out. That's one of the reasons my wife and I love drops so much. Look, I do my own laundry. I don't need, I don't need my wife to do my laundry for me. And it's super, super easy. And so for a deeper clean, what they've got as well, and I've been using this for myself as well, because I do the sports, I don't fall in the grass as much. But trust me, um, I I do a lot of running and my running clothes, yeah, they can get a little stanky. <laughs> and so they've got this stain and odor detergent, which is like an extra thing. And it offers the power of four in one. It's got detergent, stain fighter, brightener, and odor defense. And to make those team uniforms. You got kids in sports, smell even better. You can also add the scent booster and fabric softener pods. A drops mineral-based pods are non-toxic and they contain natural essential oils, not harmful chemicals and perfumes. And it leaves your clothes with a long-lasting freshness from wash to wash. Again, it doesn't smell all chemically. You have to just at least try one month of this uh, so that you can see exactly what it smells like. It's, I like it. It smells natural. It smells good. And you can visit drops.com. That's D-R-O-P-P-S dot com slash savings angel. That's one word, savings angel, A-N-G-E-L. And what you can do is you can enter the coupon code savings angel, all one word. And that's going to give you the biggest discount that they allow by law. And it's an extra 30% off your first order of convenient, plastic-free, eco-friendly cleaning. They have a viral video where the guy takes a bath in this stuff. It's hilarious. I really, really do love this product. The math works out, especially with this 30% off. Again, my suggestion, try it at least one month so you can see exactly how it works for your clothes, uh, for your dishes, and try this product out. Again, it's drops.com slash savings angel and use the coupon code savings angel for the biggest discount they give. And that's 30% off your first order of convenient, plastic-free, eco-friendly cleaning. Every drops counts. Now, when it comes to building credit, I'm very protective of my audience. I'm protective of you. I'm looking out for you. And unfortunately, there are a lot of bad players out there that will claim to help you get out of debt, improve your credit, but instead they cost you money you can't afford. Now, there are also good players on the field as well, like self-lender. Self-lender in the world of FinCon, which is kind of all the uh, money nerds on the uh, web. You know, we checked this stuff out and these guys have a really good reputation. They launched about two and a half years ago and their goal is to change people's behavior and their credit score. And I recently spoke to Bill Billick to learn more about self-lender. Now, Brett tells it like this. It all began when founder James Garvey thought his credit cards were set up on auto pay. By the time he figured out they weren't, he had already missed payments and his credit score had taken a hit. Oh, oh I feel, I mean, uh, I've worked so hard to keep a good credit score. It hasn't always been that way, but man, uh, I know that would just make me sick to my stomach. So what he did is he decided to see what options were out there for those trying to rebuild credit and those starting from scratch. And he found credit repair agencies and those could cost hundreds of dollars a month. And they work in their own right, but 
they can be expensive and hard to get going, is what, according to uh, Brett, had had to say. Now, Garvey also explored secured credit cards, but he found that they could cost about $200 to get started. So Brett said on average, the startup cost is actually closer to $500. The initial investment makes it harder for those struggling financially to get a secured credit card because they often don't have the $500 lying around. So what Garvey wanted to do was something that was more accessible to everyone who needed to build credit. And so the idea of self lender was born and I absolutely love it. Let me explain how this works. Kind of cool. So it's, it's technically called a credit builder loan. You're actually taking out a small installment loan. Now that sounds intimidating, but trust me, it's worth it because here's how it works. The loan can be as small as $500 on up to $1,700. And then payments start as low as $25 a month. Now, the thing is, you don't get the money right away. It's not something like a payday loan, which has a whole lot of baggage. It's a loan put in your name, but it's backed by a certificate of deposit. So what happens is then you take this loan and you make regular monthly payments on the loan, and they're reported to the three major credit reporting companies. Now, if you don't pay... That's reported too, so make sure you stay on top of it. Now, finally, at the end of the term you get your money back. Now, don't worry, you read that right. You get your money back. Now, as a result, you improve your credit score by making payments, and you're also paying yourself the whole time. It's kind of like a forced savings account, but it's going to, instead of just only a savings account, you're actually going to be improving your credit along the way. And so because self-lender is a way for you to create good behavior and save money over time, it's a huge win for the self-lender customer. Now, the savings plan aspect to their products helps people quite a bit because it forces you to put money aside. Almost 200 thousand people have used self-lenders so far. And while the results vary, the average credit score increase for those working to repair their credit is about 45 points. So if you don't know what your credit score is, go take that, go take care of that. I think self-lender can help you with that. But again, if they can help you improve that by 45 points, would that be valuable for you? Now, if you don't have any credit history, It's not a problem. Self-lender has helped boost customers with no credit and to an average score of around 670. So you're probably thinking, well, there's got to be a big fee for this service, right? Wrong. All it takes to start is a small administration fee ranging from about nine to 12 bucks. That's it. With the money you get back and the improved credit score, that investment is a no-brainer, in my opinion. So to learn more about self-lender, go to savingsangel.com forward slash self-lender. You can also go to our website and on any blog article, just look on the right-hand side in our sidebar and you'll look for the self-lender logo. Just click on that logo over at savingsangel.com. I really do like these guys. They're looking out for the little guys. They're looking out for new people, you know, people that are newer in their credit, people that are maybe just trying to start getting serious about adulting, 
people that are recovering from a bad situation. Look, it happens, man. It happens to good people. And I love the fact that these guys have created a great win-win solution. Honestly, for about nine to 12 bucks, I absolutely love what Self-Lender is doing. Again, go to savingsangel.com forward slash self-lender, all one word. Now, if you've loved hearing everything on this podcast, would you take a minute to leave a five-star review in iTunes? By doing so, you help us get this podcast out to more people. If you're listening to this show in whatever podcast app that you're using, could you click the share button and share it on social media? The more people that find out about us, the more we're noticed, the more we can share this message of abundance. And as always, if you have any specific questions or if there's something you'd like to hear me talk about, I am in service to you. I work for you. So all you have to do is just drop a comment in our podcast feedback, write us in our private Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search Savings Angel. You'll find us or call our podcast hotline right now at area code 407. That's a Orlando area code right there. 407-205-9250 and leave me a message. I'm going to answer your question, write you back or with your permission. I might even share your question or story with others on this show. With that, have a wonderful week full of saving more, earning more and living more abundantly. And thank you for listening. I'm very protective of my audience. I'm protective of you. I'm looking out for you.